Hey there, I'm Wendy Vaughn, a sales success coach, and they call me the queen of predictable sales results. Well, because the easy formulas I share create sustainable, predictable results for my clients. And I am so glad that you've tuned in to today's episode of the Selling Made Easy Show, because this show is all about inspiration, not just in demystifying the client acquisition process known as sales, but also in peering through the lens of guest entrepreneurs who are blazing their own trails. And those trails have probably included a few unexpected roadblocks, maybe even having to overcome fears or blocks about selling. Now, I believe everyone has their zone of genius, their superpower that's a gift to others, including you. Now, for me, after huh, 22 years of outperforming my peers in sales results, well, it's almost an x-ray vision that I have when it comes to finding and fixing any sales blind spots within entrepreneurs that are unknowingly causing potential clients to slip away. And with today's guest, his zone of genius is his ability to understand the psychology behind how people work so that he can support them in removing the barriers that prevent them from creating the life of their dreams. So I am super excited to introduce Michael Freeman. Now, Michael is a personal and professional development coach who helps people with their mindset, business, leadership, or career goals. Now, he's always been drawn to better understanding what makes people work and how to inspire specific behavior. And while in college, he discovered a deeper passion around human development through leadership, which led him to becoming a coach. Now, Michael coaches business owners, leaders, and regular people looking to find and fulfill their purpose so they can make an impact on the world and live the life they love while doing it. Well, welcome, Michael. I am so excited to have you as my guest today. Hey, thanks, Wendy. I'm really excited to be here. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, I just love how you're helping people find their purpose, make an impact, and you know, create that life that they love. I can't wait to hear more about this and the work you're now doing. Yeah, I am really excited to share. Like the work that I do is is something that I really couldn't help myself with doing. I love seeing people grow and I have such a passion for helping people really figure out what it is that that they love to do because you know, what they love to do probably makes an impact on somebody else. And that's important. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I always think of that ripple effect, right? You, you help yeah. one person uh, to, you know, find that happiness and joy and sense of purpose and, and they do better work in the world, whatever their passion is. And it just, the ripple effect is huge. So I love that. And so, so Michael, always top of my question for me is what was the inspiration or tipping point that prompted you to start your own coaching practice? You know, there's a lot of things that happened in my life that really got me there. I know growing up, I was always the type of person that questioned everything. And usually the answers I got would leave me somewhat frustrated. So that kind of left me like pressing buttons to try to really figure stuff out. And, you know, I didn't grow up with the right mindset for school. And, you know, I didn't feel like that the typical pathway that everybody was going to take was the right one for me. And and throughout this whole time, I was really always struggling to having what I felt like was a mentor to help guide me to what I really knew I would love doing. And, 
you know, it was through a lot of frustration and trial and self-discovery that, that led me to really understanding that what I actually love doing is helping people solve the problem that I faced, which was figuring out what they love to do and helping them get there. Nice. You went through your own journey to learn the work that you do. Um, but it was led by this, like, like I, you know, brought you on into this show, you know, your zone of genius being that it, it almost sounds like an intuitiveness, but just a laser focus on what makes people respond or behave a certain way. So I love how you really positioned that in a way that is beneficial for so many people. So how long have you had your own coaching practice and has your business mission or vision evolved during that time? What's interesting, I actually didn't start business as a coach. Um, I knew that I wanted to be an entrepreneur because I knew that I had to be my own boss. And I actually started like reselling stuff online in 2017. And then it was uh, somebody who was an employee of mine that had suggested that I be a coach based on how I interacted with them and everyone that I interact with alongside her. And it was in 2020 that I really shifted focus into becoming a coach. Wow. Okay. So 2017. And so you were doing uh, other entrepreneurial work, but your employee yeah. was like, Hey, you know, you're really pretty good at this other aspect. So, so 2017. And then, so that's basically when you, you launched into this new focus of supporting people to really remove those barriers and, and rise to their ultimate ideal vision of themselves. Right. Yeah. 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 That's great. Well, have there been any big roadblocks or challenges that you've had to overcome along the way in building your coaching practice? Yeah. Like outside of just the own like imposter syndrome of me thinking that this isn't something I'm capable of doing. Um, I can't hundred percent say that my family was always as supportive as I'd like them to be. Mm. I had like, the yeah no you should really do this type of thing but then always like oh but really how's work going and like what are yeah. you doing with that and how's that working you know, out and uh right exactly and it's got like, any new like, clients there michael <laughs> <laughs> right exactly and it's like oh man and and that always almost made it harder to keep going yeah yeah definitely you know it's it's one thing to follow your own sense of clarity and purpose but you're venturing out on new territory and if the people that are in your immediate circle have doubts whoo that's that's difficult to keep yourself shored up and follow that true north as i call it so you know can you share with uh with me and our listeners you know what you did to overcome that maybe you know yeah sense of doubt that others were, you know, trying to be helpful maybe, but it was not really supporting your overall vision. Yeah. You know, I kept going back to like all the frustrations I had, like from the time that I was in high school and going through college and like really trying to figure out who I was. And like, I always got so frustrated with not having somebody to really guide me to who I wanted to become. And to me, that's like, I just kept going back to the, like why I was doing it. And I kept thinking to myself, every time I get lost or frustrated and want to quit, I just kept telling myself, like, if I quit, there's somebody out there that's me and they're not going to get the guidance they want. And they're probably going to end up miserable for the rest of their life because I chose to live in fear and not take the step forward and do what I know that I need to be doing. Mm -hmm. So anytime right. I felt that doubt, I just went right back to that thought. Like I'm failing me somewhere else, somewhere right. else in life. 
Yeah, I, I love that. And colleges, you know, and professors and getting a degree, you know, that's all, that's all great. Uh, but it almost becomes uh, like a conveyor belt of shoulds. Yeah. yeah. Right. And maybe we're living out and taking actions based on what somebody else thinks we should be doing. And then inside, it's like this nagging, pulling towards a different direction. But it's like, oh, no, I shouldn't, you know, or nah, that's not right. And so I love that you saw that, that big need and kind of work through it yourself with what was going on internally for you. So that's, yeah, that's awesome. And, you know, Michael, you're obviously an expert at helping people with, you know, with their mindset and how to tap into their own abilities and sense of purpose so that they can create that life of, of abundance and ease. But I'm curious, how do you feel about the client enrollment or, you know, the sales part of being in business? Now, this is a very different skill set. Do you have any challenges or frustrations with this important part of growing a successful business? It's a really interesting question. So my background, I've got 15 plus years of, of selling directly to people okay. and like not just that, but I was teaching other people how to sell. So in my mind, like when I was thinking about what it would take to sell myself as a coach, like automatically I thought it was going to be easy and I was really wrong. <laughs> like <laughs> You would think that with all that experience and like the right. knowledge of how to teach other people how to coach that would immediately translate. But like, there's all these self-defeating things that would come into my mind when I have to do that. And like, it, it just didn't translate the way I'd expected it to, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. I know how to ask. I know how to ask questions. I know how to like do these things that really translates to sales. But when it came to me selling what I do, I felt so lost and confused. Right. <laughs> For so long. Yeah. It was crazy. Yeah, that is an interesting thing that happens. And, uh, you know, you're not alone in that feeling uh, because now the product, quote unquote, is you you know, your work, it's that you're not selling something else, some other thing or a widget or, you know, somebody else's thing. You're selling the work that you do and the transformation that you provide. So yeah, it's interesting. Now, is there something specific about that? Because that's, that's pretty broad. Yeah. But is there some specific aspect that I can support you with, um, you know, during yeah. the year? A hundred percent. Like I'm, one of the things I continue to struggle with, and I feel like over time I've gotten a little better, but I still have issues with it is, you know, when I'm sitting with somebody and we're talking about how I could benefit them. And I tend to get really locked in when people like, I know, like I can help you. I know you need me. This is the thing. When I find people like that, I still get lost in the, I don't even want to ask you for money. Cause like, I just like, what happens if you can't pay me? And then I know that you still need my help and like mm -hmm. confliction with myself between the deep reason I'm doing it compared to like in, is in conflict almost with that part of me that like, well, if I don't get paid for what I'm doing, I'm actually not going to be able to feed my family. That, right. that part yeah. just <laughs> is very difficult for me still. Right. Right. Interesting. Interesting. It's, and so what I'm, what I'm hearing is that you're putting the, the fees for your work in a negative position. It's almost what I'm hearing you say is that I, I know that we can 
I can support you in just really creating a whole new life for yourself. And then you're seeing that asking for a fee is going to possibly take the ship down, you know, or, or thwart that opportunity for this person. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. Is that okay. So, so here's the interesting thing. A, A couple things that I would love to share with you. And one is, this is psychology. Okay. So this should be right up your alley. When people receive something for free, they don't value it as much, nor do they. And because they don't value it as much, if it involves their effort, which means they have to overcome or carve time out or do something that maybe isn't convenient, they won't do it. They'll come up with an excuse. Ah, oh, well, it's, you know, I didn't pay anything for anything for this. So, so it, it contradicts their sense of commitment. It, if they don't pay a healthy investment level, if you invest something like say it's a, you know, a degree that, you know, you're actually having to pay for to get this degree, you know, are you motivated to show up for class, be clear headed, take notes, turn the assignments in on time and study diligently for the test. If you know you're paying for that course and if it's going to, you know, if your parents are paying for it and you're not really into it and they just is like, they gave you as something that you see as something that maybe isn't of great value. Obviously you're not gonna be as motivated to show up, clear headed, be diligent, turn assignments in and, and score big on the, on the tests. Would you agree with that? Yeah. I think that's actually like a, a beautiful metaphor because, yeah. you know, as somebody who deals with people and trying to help overcome the mental roadblocks that they face, it's so mm-hmm. interesting because like without that pain factor yeah. or that, that, that barrier, you're right. Like people really don't put in the same type of like that's a great way that I can leverage that because like you know Mm -hmm. asking for the sale is a trigger to right response that I'm feeling and that's the affirmation that I can give myself to help produce the result that I want. I love that exactly. That's why I thought this might resonate for you because it is inspiring within them through human psychology that extra oomph that they need in order to get through change get through, you know, break old, old habits, old patterns, old beliefs. And so it's really supporting them. And when you're talking with, with your potential clients, you can actually use that as a, as a teaching moment. And, you know, the value is, is so much greater based on the investment level. And, you know, it just sets you up to feel better in, in your own mind, in your own heart about charging a fee. Yeah. I think that's so true. I think to the, to the other part too, of like, you know, that fear of, you know, what if they say no to that point that you're making, you know, if if somebody says no to that, perhaps they're not in a position to even, you know, do the work necessary, I guess. Exactly. It's a a qualifier. Yeah. I love that. So So they, you are working with those people that truly are going to get those outstanding results. Because at the end of the day, we don't really know until people take action 
And the first opportunity to take action is invest in themselves. So, so yeah, so good. Hopefully that shifted the needle for you here a little bit. I would love to hear how this transpires in, you know, the real life uh, situation. So be sure to provide me with a report on, on how that goes for you the next opportunity. I'll absolutely do that. And I really think that's, that's such great information. I'll definitely be right. using that. I really appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. My pleasure. And, you know, I'm curious, Michael, um, we are just, you know, we're, we're basically evening out here in my mind anyway, from the pandemic. Now I know there's still variants out there and we're still, you know, in boosters and all that sort of stuff and masks are being worn. You know, I live in Hawaii and you're still, we're still seeing people wearing masks, but for the most part, in my mind, the pandemic has like in a rear view mirror, but it created this huge topsy-turvy shift for so many people, not only in terms of health fears and, you know, just how to protect ourselves health-wise, but economically, careers, just clarity around, hey, what am I doing and why? And is, is this really what I want to be doing. And it just, in my mind, created this catalyst for people to just stop and wake up and ask some pretty deep questions. So, so can you talk a little bit about the impact that the pandemic had on the work that you do? Yeah, I'd love to. Um, the pandemic was a very eye-opening experience for me. And I think it was just like you said, for many, where we all had to become more self-aware with the situations that we were in because the world had changed and stopped for a short period of time. Mm -hmm. And like that time gave me, uh, it was almost, I, I don't want to say a blessing, but I want to say personally a blessing because it gave me the time to really reflect on, you know, who I wanted to become and what that needed to look like and how I was going to be able to accomplish that. So like yeah. the pandemic really allowed me to um, really better understand the direction I was going to take my life and, you know, how I was going to serve people. And then in addition to that, you know, all over the place, you see just the, the ripple effects, as you said earlier, to, you know, how that self-actualization of, you know, what people's worlds really look like, like really uncovered some of their fears and depressions and anxieties and like all this negative stuff that now they have to deal with. And um, I really think that just that part of it has really helped me see how much coaches just in general are needed to, to really help people because, you know, people need to be in a position to where they're living a life that they love. And, and now we're in a position to do that. And the pandemic really gave me that clarity. Right. Yeah, no, that, that's great. And not only gave you the clarity, but gave people, I think, more clarity in terms of the maybe, I don't want to use the word dysfunction, but the lack of alignment that maybe they were living in. Yeah. You yeah, know, lack of alignment with the, their heart and the work that they were doing and how time is just flying by, right? Whether you're in your 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, I mean, time just goes by. So yeah, I love that. Well, Michael, you know, how do you work with people who want to finally live that life of fulfillment, purpose, and abundance? Can you share a little about your philosophy or your approach? I'd love to. Um I, lo I love this quote. It's uh, the most interesting person in the room is the most interested person in the room. And I really take that yeah. to heart when I'm trying to understand how to help people. I love to ask a ton of questions because a lot of times through questions, I can truly understand people for what they are. And when you get really good at asking questions and you can really get deep, you can really uncover like 
really how people are feeling or what they're thinking or what their opportunities are. And once I can really understand that, I really then am able to better kind of identify baselines that we can work from that'll help us set goals and strategies to help people reach whatever it is that they want to reach. Or in a lot of cases, find what it is that they need to find. You know, a lot of people I talk to, they don't even know what they're passionate about or, or what, what they have a purpose for. And to me, that's really problematic because you really can't live a life that you're going to love living and really feel free in what you're doing when you don't understand what you enjoy and you don't understand why you're doing it. So, you know, I really like work hard to figure that out front. So that way we can build strategies and tactics to get them to those goals of getting to those points where they want to be. And that's really where I see people are released. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I love that. Yeah. Just kind of living in a fog versus living with that alignment of what lights you up, (laughs) right? And makes that big difference, not only for others, but for yourself. So yeah, I love that. Well, how can listeners learn more about this great work that you're doing and, um, you know, what next steps might be? Yeah, so I actually have a really easy to find website that you guys can learn more about me. It's michaelfreemancoaching.com. And there you can learn a little bit more about what I do. And there's some stuff that you can get for free there if you just kind of want to learn more about yourself. And then um, I've got a blog attached to that where I'll write about, you know, various topics that I think are important for people at the time, you know, coaching people, you start to see trends and things. So I write about some of that stuff. And then, you know, on Facebook, it's just uh, Michael Freeman, no spaces. Same thing on Instagram, Michael Freeman. It's actually Michael Freeman LLC on Instagram. But yeah, that's how you find me. Okay, perfect. So um, yeah, I love your URL, obviously very straightforward, michaelfreemancoaching.com. And it sounds like you've got a lot of great content on that website that you're sharing. Um, And people can, you know, download, it sounds like some great resources to help them really learn more about themselves. Uh, Some self-discovery tools, sounds like. And then you are active on Facebook and Instagram. And your handle on Facebook is Michael Freeman Coaching, correct? Or it's Michael just Freeman? Michael, it's, just, it's Michael just Michael Freeman. Freeman. Okay. <laughs> yep. And Instagram, tell me that again. Michael Free Me LLC. Okay, Michael Free Me LLC. All right, so that's the handle on Instagram. All right, fantastic. Well, Michael, you've already shared so many golden nuggets of wisdom here during our conversation, but if I could tap on you one last time, um, in looking at your own experience in building your business and businesses, you know, what's some advice that you can share with, say, a frustrated entrepreneur who's, you know, maybe questioning their decision to even start their own business, or they're doubting their ability to succeed? You know, this is why I tell a lot of the people that I work with that are entrepreneurs, I, I just tell them this, like, you're doing this for a reason. And entrepreneurs need to understand if you quit, you're quitting on everybody else that needs you. And that's not fair. It's not fair to make that decision for other people. There's people that need what you're doing because whatever you're doing, you're doing it for a reason. And that reason is probably the reason that is, is, is the right reason. And if you quit, people aren't going to be able to benefit from what you're great at. I don't think that's the right thing. Yeah. Now that's, that is powerful. That's profound advice because oftentimes we do lose sight of that bigger impact that we could be making. And when, when things get a little tricky and challenging, or maybe our, 
our, you know, immediate circle of people are feeding us doubts. And it's like, ah, eh, you know, you're right. Maybe I shouldn't, maybe. And so we lose sight of that bigger reason. And all the people out there, just like you, when, uh, you know, you were in that precipice or that, that opportunity, you know, to maybe not pursue your coaching and you, you, you really, I think what I heard you say is you wanted somebody, you know, you always wanted somebody to help really, you know, guide you and help you connect. And, and you became that person, right? You became that, that coach to others, you know, through your journey, uh, you know, starting out with obviously lots of skill, lots of, of innate abilities, uh, that psychological clarity that you had from way early on, you know, to be able to press those buttons. I can only imagine what your mom has to say about that (laughs) and dad. Um, But now to this impactful work you're doing as a personal and professional development coach, helping people with their mindset and their business and their leadership and their career goals. So I've really enjoyed our conversation. And I just want to thank you so much for being a guest on my show today. I really appreciate you having me and all the advice that you've shared with me. I really do appreciate it. And we'll be able to value from it very soon. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's been my pleasure. And again, for our listeners, you can reach Michael Freeman through his website or social platforms. So that's michaelfreemancoaching.com, or you can find him on Facebook, Michael Freeman, um, Instagram, uh, Freemy LLC. Michael Freemy LLC. Michael Freemy LLC. Yeah, my handwriting isn't the greatest. Michael Freemy LLC. All right. Well, for all our listeners, remember when it comes to building a business that brings you joy and has an endless flow of high paying clients, well, don't overlook the power of what I call compassionate selling, where you fully supported your potential client's decision making process by providing them with everything they need to feel confident and excited about saying, yeah, this sounds great. So are you 100% confident that you're fully supporting your potential clients? Well, if you're curious, reach out to me and apply for a sales blind spot coaching session. You may be surprised by what we discover. All right. Well, this is Wendy Vaughn, Chief Paradigm Shifter and Sales Success Coach. And you can find me in our next podcast episode at PredictableSalesResults.com. Well, thank you for tuning in to today's episode with Michael Freeman. And as always, here's to your success.